Welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. I'm Mike. We got Massey. He's doing his dance. Uh, Massey's ready. Baby daddy. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. We just celebrated one of my favorite holidays. I know sometimes people think Thanksgiving is a bump in the road on the way to Christmas. I want you to put it in the comments right now. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving as its own holiday? Or do you prefer it as just that bump in the road on the way to Christmas? Are you the one putting up Christmas decorations November 1st? Or are you waiting until the day after? I'm one of those waiting until the day before Christmas to put up my Christmas decorations, but that's because I'm kind of lazy. Anyways, we have Sir Richard in the house this week. Richard, we're so happy to have you. Croft is on a much-needed vacation. Is it um, needed though? He he has a hard time sleeping until ten, and you know, I've heard um, of, uh, hanging out. No. <laughs> Croft this, actually works. He's... He works very hard, um, and actually, be praying for him. He is going through some uh, vaccine stuff with his own employer right now, yeah. which we're kind of getting a deluge of of vaccine mandate people right now because they work for a certain system in the area, and that system is calling in the mandate stuff and they're of course rubber stamp rejecting religious mandates it seems like but we're working with those people uh, we do have information background we've got our vaccine mandate conference online that you can check out at our website the self-evident truth.com don't forget also to check out our podcast stuff self-evident truth the self-evident truth.com slash podcast Go, you can check out all the platforms. You can see the alternative platforms if you're sick of something like the YouTubes or the Facey Spaces. Um, check that stuff out. Give us a like. Give us a share. Subscribe. Do all of that stuff. Let us know where you're from. Share. Share, share, share. Take some let's, time right now. Yeah, let's, let's do a share drive. Yeah, do, ready? do a share drive. Ready? Man. Five seconds. Go. One. What's five? <laughs> What's... Uh, that's close enough. Yeah, that's five. That's almost five. So share, 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 share. You guys can see by the title, Never Ending Scam. I was singing that song. This is the scam that never ends. Nobody's saying that the virus is not real. It's obvious. Uh, people get the virus. They contract it. Um, do I think the numbers are inflated? Yeah. Do, as far as the number of deaths, do I think the number of sicknesses? Yeah. Uh, proof in my own family uh, dictates that. Uh, but also, too, the, the fact that a government can say, this isn't about your liberty proves that it's about liberty. When, when, when they start accusing you for being a constitutionalist and a liberty minded person saying, no, I have liberty. And they're like, no, that's wrong. You can't have liberty in these times. And they're accusing you. It only proves what's really in their heart. And they're right now, what they're doing is they're making that comparison between safety and liberty. Well, you know, you people complaining about your liberty, don't forget other people need to be safe, you know, and that comparison starts yeah. getting drawn out of, well, you can only have one or the other. You're not allowed to have both. And you're, so you're selfish for wanting your rights and wanting your liberty. You're so selfish crazy. for wanting to protect yourself in that way. We're not going to just do the normal conversation of, Hey, the new variant is out. We will talk a little bit about that, but there was some inf interesting information that I wanted to cover that came out that I think you need to know in this whole grand scheme of things. There's information you need to know because you probably had it, you know, in the back of your mind, something's wrong here or in the front and you were yelling it out loud, but there was something wrong that was going on with all this process and we need knowledge. We need information. Then we need to know how to act. Yeah. So also. 
if you haven't noticed, Mike, uh, Michael just said this on, on our podcast, Michael Wheat. He said, I have a pre-existing condition too. I want you to know. This shirt here, pre-existing condition, Liberty. Socialism shirt. All of our shirts are on sale for Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. 30% off. You want to support this thing? Buy yourself a shirt. If you don't want to just donate, you want something for your money, that's totally fine, you selfish people. Get a shirt. <laughs> they want safety, not I'm liberty. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, please go support us. Go get a shirt. Go, you know, uh, you can go online, theselfevidenttruth.com. They have links down below here. Uh, and you guys can actually, I pinned it to the top so you guys can subscribe. Uh, but anyways, we're back to the scam. I mean, back to the pandemic, back to the virus. Um, let's get it going. You ready? Yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty, uh, pretty heavy slide. Number one, uh, Massey, you and I had a hint of this and we had a feeling, but Massey, did you know that soccer is bad for your heart? Yeah. Mexicans know better. Yeah. The, that's. Well, at least I'm told. Soccer, I wasn't raised there, but uh, soccer is bad for your heart, I guess. So the other night, there was a 26 year old soccer player named Adema Treor. He was seen clutching his chest as he slumped to the ground. This was one night after John Fleck went down in the same way. Now you may say, okay, so a couple of guys they they have heart attacks on the on the field. So what? Here's something interesting. When a radio pundit was talking about it. He was the one who asked the question of, I wonder if these guys had the COVID vaccine. And immediately the feed was cut on him, which is awfully interesting. But these are one-offs, right? Except the German newspaper Berliner Zeitung published a report asking why an unusually large number of pro and amateur soccer players have collapsed recently. The headline was even puzzling heart diseases in football. Morning, Jeff. Massey, puzzling heart diseases. What What is going on? Vaccinations. Oh, it couldn't be. I'm telling you, be. like, you know, there's a reason that these companies ask for, what, 55 years, 54 years to release their research. In some cases, they said 75 years because they don't want to be held accountable for this. I think it's funny. Um, and we all know this. I know if you've watched the show or if you watch other things, uh, it, it's it's pretty incredible that they can shoot you up with something that hasn't been tested and not held accountable, nor the doctors held accountable for putting these things in you. Right. But they work somehow. Yeah. The media machine is coming out saying they work. You need another booster. Fauci just redefined what uh, fully vaccinated, vaccinated means. Is, yeah. Right. And he's like, I'm not redefining it. You just need another booster. And another and another and another and one. Another. And then we found and another, another one. And then we found another variant in South Africa or whatever it is. Right. Which they don't tell you that in Africa they didn't do. I don't think they did lockdowns. Africa is one of those countries that. So so the continent of Africa as a whole has been kind of throwing a wrench in all of their plans because the rates have been really low. Um, they they have not seen rates and numbers like Europe has. Now there's a couple of thoughts about you know it's more of expansive land, younger population on average, and all of that stuff. But yeah, Africa has not seemed to see the the attack of a pandemic like Europe has or Asia has or America has. As far as the soccer stuff, I'm going to try not to read the whole list, although I get going and it's hard to stop. I want to read just a couple because you may say, okay, so you have two examples. No, there's a whole seeming body of evidence that right. this is happening and it seems to be happening very frequently and recently. Yeah. And this isn't going to be the only th time you hear about it. And they're no. not going to publicize the stuff. No, they're not going to put this out in the open and they, they will avoid 
the vaccine status of these players so and and people associated. So there was a game abandoned due to cardiac arrest of the referee. A 17-year-old soccer player from JSG Holher Hagen has to be reanimated uh, during the game. There was an amateur player that had to be reanimated after a cardiac arrest. An assistant referee collapsed with heart problems. District league player had to be revived by his opponent. A player collapsed in a regional game. A 17-year-old soccer player dies of a heart attack during a game. Goalkeeping coach suffers a heart attack after a training session. A player... Uh, unsuspected heart muscle disorder. Another player had to go under undergo heart surgery after a cardiac arrhythmia. A trainer collapsed dead on the sidelines. Uh, another player suffered a heart attack during a game at World Cup qualification match for women. Judge with heart problems had to be carried off the pitch. Uh, team leaders suffered a fatal heart attack. 53-year-old football coach collapsed while training with his youth team in Sicily. Uh, another player collapsed on the field with heart problems. Another player collapsed with heart problems in a game. Uh, another player, cardiac arrest. Another soccer player suffered cardiac arrest. Belgian al- a- amateur soccer player suddenly suffered heart attack during a game, died a little bit later in the hospital. 13-year-old soccer player collapsed on the field with cardiac arrest. Uh, sports director suffered a heart attack after returning from training. Another player, 22, cardiac arrest. Another player, 31, uh Collapsed on the field without any a- action taken from the opponent. It has to be taken to the hospital. That's just a small list. At some point, we have to start asking questions. Why so many cardiac arrests and heart problems with a group of people who are naturally or, or have been trained to be healthy? They eat well. They exercise a lot. They're young. They're fit. And all of a sudden, this stuff starts happening. Now, there have been... Uh, signs and and thoughts of side effects such as myocarditis with these vaccines but of course we're we're burying the information because we're deciding that well this information isn't necessary you may say that the fda has approved all of this it's gone through rigorous trial well we're going to get into how rigorous was that trial actually because if the trials weren't rigorous and the studies were faulty and they still approve it what they're doing is they're selling you a bill of goods. They're selling you something that hasn't actually been rigorously tested and ensured to be safe and effective for you, yet they're telling you it's safe and effective. And you're going to keep seeing, again, you're going to keep seeing more of this. You're going to see it more. Uh, and I'm not prophesying this. Uh, it's I can't even disclose how I had this conversation. But a friend of mine was like, you know, you're going to see in the next two years these things kind of happen yeah. because again, we don't know what's going on. And if you've had one, two, now a third, right. You're just pumping yourself full of this stuff. It's almost like, let's just see how far this goes until people really. And uh, what they're going to blame it on is, well, it's the after effects of getting COVID and that's how dangerous COVID was. And they're going to justify you watch. This is what's going to happen. They're going to justify the COVID virus and all the lockdowns by the people dying. Not the, not the vaccination. They will never disclose that because they don't disclose it. I find it funny. Let's go back to this for a minute. I'm going to talk about this vaccination thing just for a second. So I want to talk about it. Go for it. One of the great, not uh, what is it, retorts is vaccinations have always been required to go get jobs. Bull. I when I was a welder, I never had to uh, show a vaccination report to go get a job. My kids could get exemptions from for getting vaccinations for the schools. It was never a required thing. You had to go to school. You had to be vaccinated to go to school. That's a bunch of junk. And now they're saying, well, it's always been this way. The problem is, is when you're illiterate to the law, you just go, well, you're, you're, you're probably right. Yeah, it just is what it is. And the second thing is 
because it's required does not mean it's right. I think this is where we got to start being on the offense. Actually, we don't got to start. We need to be on the offense on all these things. We need to be on the offense of how we're talking. We can't sit there and say, you know, I'm going to change the saying from now on, hold the line to advance the line. We yeah, can't it's hold, time to attack. We, we can't hold the line anymore. We've got to advance the line, which is why you need to come to our conference, Truth to Power, January 14th, 15th. Go to the selfevidenttruth.com and sign up. <laughs> because there's a lot of spots that we are covering in this whole thing that we're going to show you not only what it takes to have the truth and enact in it, we're going to show you how to get involved locally and statewide and federally as well. We're, we're showing you what it takes to get this done. You want to get involved? You want to change something? This is how you do it. You are either growing or dying. Is it? There really is no third option. You're either growing or dying. And so I think when we talk about, well, we've got to hold the line, what we're actually saying is we've got to lose slower. Let's <laughs> let's just yeah, slowly yeah, yeah, lose yeah. this. We, we've been, we, the line kept going backwards and we keep holding that line. Yeah. It's time to advance the line. The we, line is we have standards here, man. You I know? think I, we've for so long had the mindset that, well, we just got to keep progressives and the left from doing what they want to do. And, and at some point they'll ease off and they'll, we'll be happy. You have to go forward. You have to push forward. We've got to start demanding what we actually want. And we can do that. We can start demanding, I want this. We have to change our mindset of no more caring about what they say, no more caring about how they act, no more caring about the names they'll call us or the fact that they'll complain. They're going to complain no matter what you do. They're just like that spoiled toddler who no matter what you say, no matter what you offer, they don't want it, they don't like it. And see, here's at where, that point, yeah, you've yeah, yeah. got to draw the line and advance and say, this is what we're going to do. Exactly. I look at these people that are commenting right now. A lot of these guys, exactly. They're changing the rules daily. Katie uh, said, uh, take back ground. I mean, these people, yeah. we're ready for this. Yep. We're, we're tired of just holding on. I don't need to hold on. I need to move. You know what I mean? Imagine the children of Israel and the, and the 12 tribes. When he was like, go take the land. They're like, well, we're going to hold where we're at right now. So that they don't come and attack us. Yeah. They're like, no, we had to go in advance. The word uh, to, to possess the land, if you read the King James, which I, I did for a long time, it says we went out to go possess the land. The word possess means to drive out previous occupants. It's time to move this line forward. It's time to go out there and say, no, we're not going to. Listen, this whole thing with the, the, the new vaccinations and stuff that came up, what's so crazy is uh, people, people, uh, how do I say this without, without because I, I don't like slapping people for the sake of slap, slapping people. When 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 you when I, I don't I know what I'm trying to say, but the thing is to to move the line to to move it forward is going to take work. I'm tired of playing uh, the what what do they call a KG? That's an old boxing yeah. tactic. You play KG yeah. so you draw them Defensive. in and then you punch, dude. What if your punch misses? You got to move forward. Start man. swinging. Yeah, you got to move forward. There's there is a tactic to be had of pushing forward and you start swinging. At some point, we've got to do that and and. People are ready for that. There is a large segment of conservatives who are ready. They're they're done and tired of just playing it safe. And so you're not alone. You are not alone in how you feel. And I believe, I have faith that there is a group of staunch, heartfelt conservatives that are standing up and moving forward. And it's time for us to not allow them to be called crazy, but for us to stand next to them and say, no, 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 this is what we're supposed to be doing. We're going to move forward. We're going to get back on track. This is possible for us. 
and you're seeing it move. You're seeing the beauty of what this administration is doing is it's falling apart. I love watching it fall apart. It's it's disintegrating before their listen, eyes because it's not principled. Listen to what he's saying. Say it again. Say it again. Listen to what he's saying. That's pro that's prophetic, dude. What I love watching on this is that this administration, everything they're implementing is falling apart. Why? Because it's not built on principle. And so the light will shine brighter because all of this is failing. It's failing before their eyes. And so you have an opportunity to say, see, it doesn't work. What you're doing is taking us on the wrong path. And I will not stand and allow anybody on my side to compromise along with this plan. Exactly. There were 13 Republicans who allowed that infrastructure bill to pass. Why are their names not splattered all over conservative media saying these are the guys who allowed this through? Because they're in it. They're we in should it. be splattering that name. You know, shame on us for not splattering their names all over the place and saying, you better not vote for these guys. You better get them out in primaries. They just proved to you how much they actually care about principle and how much they care about what's expedient for them. Exactly. Exactly. Michael just said to move forward requires putting on responsibility. You know, there's four four different governments that God gave us on earth, on 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 earth. And one of them. I'll name all four, church government, family government, civil government, and self-government. And self-government is something rarely ever talked about because it requires personal responsibility. All the other governments, you know why people want to talk about those? Because it's easy for you to point the finger at them while you do nothing. That's a dangerous place to be. But when yeah. it comes back to self-government, you have to self-examine. You have to take into account who you are. You've got to go before the Lord and say, Lord, where am I missing it so that I can contribute to the civil government, to the to the family government, to the church government? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Personal responsibility. We will stand before the Lord for ourselves. That's a self-governing self -governing issue. And that's why it's so important to talk self-government, to teach our kids self-government, self-regulation, all these other things. Not always be a watchdog over them, but learn how to trust them through self-government, right? And that's a big principle that we need to, to learn. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about this real fast. I went last night, my wife and I and the kids, we went to go see the movie King Richard. Uh, you know, that movie with Serena and Venus's dad. Um, and I'm thinking, man, it's probably, you know. What I, was I, the first question I asked you about it? Is it, is it, is it a, a, a social justice type movie? Um, and and, I, and I, when, when I went to go see it, I, I really do go to movies like this with an open mind. I, I don't want to judge it based on what I'm seeing out there because I'm then using the fleshly methods to determine what is spiritual. Not good. So I went in there. We just sat down and I saw the previews. And I got to say, Will Smith, probably one of the best actors, I think. Uh, you may disagree. Comment below if you disagree or agree. By the way, comment where you're from and share the video as well, because we need to get this information out there. We got a lot to cover here. But I'm talking about this for a reason. So we went to go watch this movie talking about self-government and here's this guy who talks about his story in the movie which is true dude when he grew up he was in the era of the jim crow the kkk stuff but it wasn't pushed as in whites hate us there was obviously when you go to a white country club in california you're from compton you're gonna get looks right so they showed that they showed yeah. hey it was a little uncomfortable at first right they were walking through these tennis courts and i'm not going to give all the way to spoilers i'm not going to tell you how it all went down but they were walking through the country club and 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 these these uh, finales or these finals that they were doing, and uh, all these people were looking at him and he's like, "Hey, they've never seen good looking folk before." You know, it's just really like how he diffused it. <laughs> but one thing he kept doing to his daughters was speaking life into them. He'd he'd get around his daughters and he would say, "There they are, the two future champions." He would look at his daughters on the on the other side of the table. There's doctors. There's lawyers. There's he just kept just pouring life into them, kept pouring life into them. 
teaching them that it was up to them how far they wanted to go. You want to get far? You got to work. You want to get far? You got to study. You want to get far? You got to do this. And he just kept driving and driving and driving. And you thought, man, this guy is psychotic. Guess what? I'm not saying his methods were all good. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm not justifying all that stuff. Self-government. He taught them something. Now these guys are the best in the world. And you guys should go for your own benefit. Keep an open mind. Watch the movie. It's not going to be crazy like you, you would see. It's a really good movie. And the way you portrayed him in you feel he was portrayed in this movie was that he actually had faith in who they could be. It was not him living vicariously through them. I've witnessed that many of times when, uh, it, so I, I grew up in the hockey world. I did a lot of coaching. I, you know, I was around hockey players a large part of my life. And you would see these parents that they were living vicariously through their child. That's why they were pushing their child so much. And what you were describing is somebody who's not, living vicariously through their kid. They just have faith in who their kid can be and they want their kid to be the most of who they can be. And that takes responsibility. You were talking about personal responsibility. We are so afraid of taking personal responsibility in our lives. I think that's part of why people resist God in a sense, because they say, I don't want to fully be responsible for the choices that I make and the consequences that'll come through. <laughs> Bingo. We decide if there's any way I can push responsibility on somebody else or something else, then I'm okay. We're Dude, afraid of that. That's really why are. people point the finger at God and say, you did this, you did this, or maybe it was a consequence of your own actions. That's exactly right. And how is... How do you expect God to redeem your situation if, number one, you blame him for it? You won't learn the lesson of what he's trying to redeem you for. So, like, let's say you get yourself in. God is so merciful and faithful. When you get yourself into that situation, he'll help you out. But if you keep looking at him as the one who did it to you, you will never learn the lesson of how not to do it again. Right. See, though, it's crazy. We're, uh, I, can't, I can't really talk about it. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about uh, pruning. But, guys, he prunes. He disciplines those who he loves. He corrects those who he loves those whom he chastens. That's that's a that's a teaching that needs to be taught. When you get corrected by God, he loves you. He loves you. You're 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 a son and a daughter. You're not an illegitimate child, the Bible says. You are you are his. And if you truly are his and he cares about you, he's gonna discipline you until and the word discipline is not punishment. We got to get this out. Punishment and discipline are completely different things. Punishment is an offense and, and condemnation against what you did. Discipline is discipling you not to do it again. So they're showing you things. So yes, it hurts, but discipline is good. Self-government is good. And that needs to be taught. Listen, this is why I believe a lot of people took vaccinations. They weren't self-governed enough in scripture to say, hey, God is my protector. I'm afraid right now. And I'm saying a lot. I'm not saying everybody. So just don't go nuts. Okay. A lot of people got it because they were afraid. When the Bible says, do not fear, right? I am with you. I'm not saying doctors are bad. I'm saying if it's untested, why do you do it? Here, you will, you, oh, come on. You will take an untested vaccination for your health, but you won't trust the living God with your health, which is a faith untested. Think about that for a minute. You will trust an earthly doctor with an untested vaccination, which is faith, yet not have faith in your own father to take care of you or step out in ministry or take on that, 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 that new role at your job or step out of a relationship that you know is messed up because of security. Come on, guys. Let's get real here. I want to go back just for a moment. The, the idea of responsibility, 
immediately I hear in my head the person who says, yeah, but this happened to me. You're a victim. That's all you'll ever be. If you hold that position, all you will ever be is a victim. Truth. There's no further step if you take on that status. There is no winning. There is no overcoming. There is no renewal if you decide, I'm a victim. Because what you've just done is taken responsibility off yourself and Come put it on, on somebody else as to per the consequences of what's happened to you. And maybe it is something that happened from somebody else. But the question is, what are you responsible with? Guess what you are always responsible with? Your reaction. So do you decide you're a victim and you, you draw that line and you say, I'm just going to wallow in this, that I'm the victim? Dude. Or do you step beyond and say, I am not a victim. Something has happened to me. But I continue to move forward. See, the man or woman who overcomes is a person who is responsible for their own reaction. That's right. No matter how much it hurts of what has happened to them, they take responsibility over themselves and they move forward. They work with that. They go, this is what I've been given. I'm going to move forward. Guess what? God has called you in order to be able to take responsibility Bingo. for your reaction. God has not called you to be a victim. Dude, he did not give you a heart of timidity and fear. Read the fruit of the spirit has nothing to do with victimization, but everything to do with personal responsibility, love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, brotherly. Kind. All that stuff is personal responsibility. A victim doesn't practice those. Listen to me. A victim does not. And I'm talking about the victim mentality. I'm not talking about real victims who get hurt. Stuff happens. Stuff and, happens, And you're yes. a victim of crime. You're a victim of, of bad, evil people, wicked people, weak, wicked circumstances. That does not mean that you live in the world of victimhood. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. I, I, that's it. I think when you look at the fruit of the spirit, when you look at what's going on in scripture, he always causes you to triumph. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him who has called us, which he doesn't say you're a conqueror. He doesn't just say you're a champion. He said, you're more than a champion. You are more than that because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You need these kinds of scriptures to talk to yourself every day. And it's not metaphysics, folks. It's faith. I have to receive that word from God, put it in me. Cause the Bible says in Psalm 15, he speaks the truth in his heart. He speaks the truth to himself. He says, no, Lord, I am yours and you are mine. Abide in me and I in you. He says that like five or six times in John 15. Abide in me and I in you. I in you. There are people who abide, who say they abide in him, but they don't. he doesn't abide in them. That's a different case. And those branches are taken away. But he prunes those who bear fruit. I got to stop. Because there's more to this. There's, there's, there's this self, no, seriously, I'm already getting into the, there's, there's, there's a self-governing that happens when you take on Christ, where you become accountable to him and him alone. That's it. That there's no victim in that. Lord, you didn't see this. Lord, you didn't do that. Lord, I didn't. A victim says it's your fault, Lord. A son says, no, Lord, you're doing this for my good. You know what the, the, the burning off of the dross and the, the refining is? is the, the full investing in your own responsibility in the relationship with Christ. The closer you get to Christ, the more you realize how responsible you are for your own actions, your own decisions. Now, that's not the only refining that happens, but the people who are farthest from Christ are the ones who take no responsibility over Bingo! anything. Over anything. Over any part of themselves. You have to take on responsibility. And you can. 
you can take on responsibility. You can move forward with the Lord and grow closer with the Lord where the Lord shows you a truth, shows you something that needs to be refined. You say, you're right. That's what repentance is. Exactly. Repentance is saying, I was wrong on this. You were right, Lord. Dude, look what Gloria Look what Gloria said. When I read these scriptures, I insert my name as if God is speaking directly to me. It's exactly He is speaking directly to you. Yeah. He it's, is. It, it is words for you. It's words for so and so and so and so and so and so. But it, it is words for you. Each individual can take on those words. Yeah, I think like even read 1 Corinthians 13, right? Put your name in the place of love. Yeah. In the place you really of want to be, oh, dude, you really want to be convicted. Massey's patient and kind. Massey's not rude. Doesn't behave himself unseemly. It's like, uh, you know, like, and it goes, no, Lord, I'm not condemning myself here. I'm not. You're showing me what I'm not. Yeah. Now make me who you are. Abide in me and I in you, Lord. Ooh, come on, man. There's power there. He bears the fruit. Or I'm sorry, he produces the fruit. I just bear it. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's awesome, dude. So I've, this actually segues into the next section that we're going to talk. We're going to skip the uh, new stuff, and we're going to go into safe and effective. Now, here's why I think this segues in. Because the more we just kind of fall asleep and allow things to be told to us, the more we can put the responsibility on somebody else. And guess what? We've placed the responsibility on the government, the FDA, on the big pharma to be responsible for us and for our health, for our bodies, for our decisions, for our knowledge. And so when the FDA comes out and says, well, this is safe and effective, fully tested, we go, okay, sounds good. <laughs> but the, the vaccine trial, <laughs> the vaccine trials... Share this video, guys. This is, this is fun. This is good stuff, man. I'm having fun today. Let's just go to the definition definition of vaccine. Did you realize that it was modified basically in the dark of night? So it used to be that a vaccine was a treatment that stimulated the synthesis of targeting antibodies using pieces of dead viruses. Yo, put that in English. Uh, basically, they used a dead virus to get your antibodies trained right so that they could go fight. The CDC did an overnight editing of it along with Merriam-Webster, to a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. Well, that doesn't sound much different, except what this does is includes the mRNA injection. Yeah, that. So originally, the mRNA was not considered a vaccine. It was a, a medical procedure. It was not considered a vaccine. But now they've changed the definition so that they can include it in that sense of vaccine. Words are very important. You'll notice the left plays the word game all the time. Yeah, they want to. All the time. I was having this discussion with somebody about words that were offensive and not offensive. And they said, well, that's that word is offensive. And I said, yeah, and so is every other word that was used for this previously. Bingo. They always become offensive. At some point, they decide, well, that's offensive. We need now this term. Yeah. They will always change it on you. They, they will try to change the language up on you so that you give in and you just say, whatever, you you're good. Do do what you're going to do. I'm so sick of dealing with this. Right. And so now vaccine includes that. So Merriam-Webster, the old was a preparation of killed microorganisms, living attenuated organisms, or living fully virulent organisms. Notice that a vaccine was an actual organism that is administered to produce or artificially increase immunity to a particular disease. The new is a preparation that is administered as by injection to stimulate the body's immune response against a specific infectious disease. Ooh. See how much that changed? Because now all of a sudden, genetically engineered bio uh, 
medical technology can be considered a vaccine. And since people don't study, I'm talking about the masses, since they don't study. People just accept. Right. Then they get into debates like this. And then we go to Google and we say, what's the definition of a vaccine? What's the definition of this or an inoculation? And that's what they'll pull up. They won't pull up 20 years ago. And why do definitions have to keep changing? Do you ever notice truth never changes? William Cullen Bryant, an old poet, said, truth crushed earth will rise again. How come we don't have to redefine what the Bible says? And when you do, you're a heretic and we call it out. But then we change definitions every week. Exactly. Why is it the world continuously changes their definitions? And why have we allowed the church to change definitions that are scriptural? Love. Right? Lust. We've allowed them to change it. We've allowed them to change marriage. We've allowed them to change hatred. What is hate? Right? We've allowed them to change even some of the parables and the sermons to fit current narratives and social justice. Dude, this is crazy. When you allow the, the world to do it, they'll do it. They'll take it. And get what the world becomes their religion. And that's See, what we're noticing that, that, today. That's exactly right. So we're going to go forward. You get told all the time, well, this has full FDA approval. This is safe and effective. So from the British Medical Journal, a regional director who is employed at the research organization Ventavia Research Group, these were the researchers tasked with vetting the vaccine safety and efficacy for Pfizer. They told the British Medical Journal that the company falsified data, unblinded patients, employed inadequately trained vaccinators, and was slow to follow up on adverse events in Pfizer's pivotal phase three trial. I'm going to read that again. Company falsified data unblinded patients, employed inadequately trained vaccinators, and was slow to follow up on adverse events in phase three trials. Wow. Joe Fisher, professor of social medicine at the University of North Carolina School of Medicine, said there's just a complete lack of oversight of contract research organizations and independent clinical research facilities. In other words, this problem is pervasive. This was not just one trial center. And I she will just read said, the stats to you in a second of how pervasive this problem is. She just said that there's 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 no oversight, that there that there, there, there's no there's a lack of accountability there, that there's no one holding them a, a complete lack of oversight. That's what she's saying. A complete lack of oversight. So where are we getting our information from? Right. A government-controlled media. And guess what? A press release going on along that line. A press release uh, at the end of October from the FDA says, our comprehensive and rigorous evaluation of the data pertaining to the vaccine's safety and effectiveness should help assure parents and guardians that this vaccine meets our high standards. Guess what? Same testing practices are going on for pregnant women and kids. And they'll tell you it's safe and effective. So let's go to slide four. What's this story? You may have heard about this a little bit. We're going to go through some of the information. There was a regional director who got fired for asking too many questions. It's really what it was. Uh, substandard practices were happening at one of the research, main research facilities for Pfizer's vaccines. So like we said, the company falsified data on blind patients, employed inadequately trained vaccinators, and was slow to follow up on adverse events. Staff who conducted quality control checks were overwhelmed by the volume of problems they were finding. And after repeatedly notifying Ventavia of these problems, the regional director, Brooke Jackson, emailed a complaint to the FDA. Ventavia fired her the later the same day. And uh, there's dozens of internal company documents, photos, audio recordings, and emails that went to the British Medical Journal. So 
Let's see what Jackson said. Jackson was a trained clinical trial auditor who previously held a director of operations position, came to Ventavia with more than 15 years experience in clinical research coordination management. This was not somebody with an ax to grind. Right. She had a history of doing this and was, was good at her job exasperated that Ventavia was not dealing with the problems. She documented several matters late one night, taking photos on her mobile phone. One photo showed needles discarded in a plastic biohazard bag instead of a sharps container. Another showed vaccine packaging materials with trial participants, identification numbers written on them left out in the open, potentially unblinding participants and executives later questioned her for taking the photos. Notice that they didn't say, Oh man, this is a problem we need to solve. They went after her. You know there's an issue when they go after the whistleblower and the problems that are arising instead of going after the problems. So the FDA, they'd take care of this, right? They'd go in and they'd, they'd solve this problem. They themselves say they're under-resourced. So one time a detailed complaint was filed in July 2018 about a trial that failed to comply with regulations to protect human participants. Nine months later, the FDA inspected the site. In May, they sent a warning letter. So, humans are at risk. The FDA takes nine months, and then finally they write a letter. Hey, would you please stop that? This is your Food and Drug Administration, the ones who are supposed to be protecting you. So usually the agency will only inspect paperwork, and that's usually months after a trial has ended. In 2007, HHS released a report on the FDA oversight. They found the FDA only inspected 1% of clinical trial sites, and it's decreasing. Their vaccine and biologics branch conducted only 50 inspections in 2020. Dude. Oh, man. Well, you know what's Again, I, I'm not, not – I'm holding on because there's so many – we're on YouTube and the Constitution Party of Florida, this one. So I'm going back and forth with yeah, comments. No, I try good. to comment and, and do all these things, but I'm listening to everything you're saying. And, and I think um, the only way you're going to win the information war is to continue to get information out there. But I don't think it's going to be through social media. I really do think it's going to be sit downs. It's going to be one on ones. It's going to be with that, that family member of yours who's a liberal or a family member who's not a godly person or who believes in vaccines. You have to sit them down and say, look, look at these reports. You just tell me. You tell me. That's it. You know, there's and, and, and again, you're not going to change everybody. Sometimes. And I think, too, to go to an – we're giving you a ton of information. When I'm listening to this, right, Yeah. it would be easy for us to say, well, we just got to keep preaching the truth. That's easy. But if you're not praying before you go out and preach that truth, it's not going to pierce the heart of the, the person. If you're not seeking God on how to pierce the heart of a person with the truth, with the gospel, with all these things, it's never going to work. And so you've got to really be able to go into prayer and say, Lord, I love these people this much to tell them the truth, to take this information and run with it, right? And so when I'm hearing these things about this dude, who, who uh, the whistleblower who gets fired and all these other things, it's like, you know, we all know, we all can sit here on this, and it, you may, some of you that are watching this may not even agree with us, I don't care, right? You don't have to, that's great. Comment below, I'd, I'd love to debate you on things, you know, and I hate debates, but I'd love to talk to you. But we can sit here and say, man, we all know it's contrived, it's government thing, this and this and this, and it's like, well, then what are we going to do about it? You know what I mean? We're going to stand against it. We're going to be vocal. We're going to advance the line. That's what we need to do now. Exactly. It's advancing that's, the line. That's why we tell you this information, so that you can actually advance the line. Because if you, if 
you get into these discussions or you see the stuff getting perpetuated, you got to be able to know what you're talking about. And what frustrates me about this whole thing is in August this year, after the full approval of Pfizer's vaccine, the FDA published a summary of its inspections of the company's pivotal trial points. Nine of the trials, 153 sites were inspected. Ventavia's sites were not listed among the nine, and no inspection of sites where adults were recruited, recruited took place in the eight months after the December 2020 emergency authorization. The FDA's inspection officer noted the data integrity and verification portion of the bioresearch monitoring inspections were limited because the study was ongoing and the data required for verification and comparison were not yet available to the investigational new drug. In other so words, how, how are they getting this through then if there was right. no, how is it getting approved? Exactly. We don't have the information, so we can't really inspect it, but we'll approve it. And Ventavia, who they received complaints about, they didn't even inspect the sites. Ventavia had nine sites. They weren't inspected. Or sorry, nine of the trials, 153 sites were inspected. Ventavia's sites were not listed among the nine. So they had an issue at a site that was well-documented and sent to them. The person got fired for whistleblowing, and the FDA couldn't bother to pick up the phone and head out there for a day to check it out. But they'll tell you it's safe and effective. This is, this is good. And when people say, look, it's been proven safe and effective, you now have evidence of, but is it? Let alone the fact that we have no long-term studies. I'm not saying you better not get the vaccine. You're a horrible person if you do. What I'm saying is what you're being told is convenient for them. Yeah, I think that's that's one point we need to we do need to get across. There are people who got vaccines. We love you. Like that's cool. You you made your choice, and you know, God, you know, I, I, I'm I'm serious. Like, hey, I'm not against it. I'm not against you getting it. I should say. Yeah. Do I think it's 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 a it's a it's a tool. Yeah, for sure. You know, like it, I won't get it. I know my convictions, but those are my convictions. And if you ask me on my opinion, I say, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. it. I wouldn't, that do would it. be my opinion. And the thing is, this, this is, we, we tend to see government. We, in a general sense, we tend to see government as all oh, they're there for our good and they're going to protect us. And that's why the FDA is there and the EPA and except it's such an incestuous system. So let's go to slide number Incestuous. five. I know, big Sp word. Spell that. Uh, no. <laughs> slide five. Scott Gottlieb is a former FDA commissioner in charge of regulating Pfizer. Guess where he is now? He's a current member of the board of directors isn't, at Pfizer. Isn't there a Gottlieb who's an actor? There might be. Huh? Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried, not Gil. What did I say? Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Gottfried. Gil Gilbert. Gottfried. You guys remember Gilbert Gottfried? Oh, I love that guy. Comedian. Yep. Funny he, dude. he did the voice of the parrot on Aladdin. That's right. Yep. 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 Uh, let's go to slide number six. Stephen Hahn is a former FDA commissioner in charge of regulating Moderna. Yeah, uh, guess where he's at? Chief medical officer of flagship pioneering, the capital firm that owns Moderna. What push, about a, push a couple of things through, sell your soul, get up yeah, the ladder. Yeah. Where do these guys' interests lie now? Guys, follow the money. There's a saying that's been yeah. floating around for a long time. Follow the follow money. Follow the money. Let's go to James C. Smith or my buddy Jimmy. He was the CEO of <laughs> my homie. CEO of Reuters in charge of informing people about COVID vaccines. Now he's a current board member at the board of directors at Pfizer. 
And those boys are getting paid, boy. Oh, good money. Good <laughs> They're money. They're getting paid. And slide number eight, Anthony Fauci. Uh, 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 yeah, I, Anna, I love that Anna, picture. Uh, what's that? Uh, Commandant Fauci. Commandant Fauci. He was the NIAID director under the National Institutes of Health, by the way. He was funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. No, he Virology. wasn't. No, he, he wasn't. wasn't. Even though the email said so. He was him. not funding gain-of-function <laughs> with the vaccine. I was not doing that. You are wrong, Senator Paul. And <laughs> you should liar. retract. You're a liar. I was not doing that, Se- uh, Senator Paul. Uh and he's like, uh, first off, you're 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 an a-hole. And uh he's just like going off on this guy. And he was I, calling him out, and it was truth. I love that that you can tell Paul gets under Fauci's skin because Fauci will not hold himself back from taking a shot at Paul, even though Paul is correct in everything he's saying. And he's going after the guy, which I love. It's finally somebody's going after him. By the way, Fauci is the highest paid government official in the US. Listen to that. Highest paid government official. Okay, let's in let's the just US. let's take a break here with with more than with, the president. Let's say let's take a break with Dr. Fauci here for a minute. Y'all tell me where the CDC has any authority over the people. Show me, show me a document. Show me what. Show me what you want. Where do they have authority against the people? Do you want to know how to beat this thing? Don't obey. You don't obey this. I'm calling for, and I'm saying it again, and we'll keep saying it, noncompliance. Civil disobedience. Civil disobedience, peaceful noncompliance. You want to stop this mess? Don't keep adding to it. You know, again, guys, 2020 was a litmus. We all know that. It's not the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is something some complete. I just watched this really cool thing. We might do a show on it later, but the whole mark of the beast thing and end times and stuff like that, because we people want to know, are we in the end times or not? I don't claim to know it. Mike doesn't claim to know it. Other people claim to know that we're in these times. That's cool. Do your thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I will say, I think it's, it, it's, it's ironic that we will compromise ourselves to get ahead in the world and be willing to compromise our conscience before God and the Holy Ghost, right, for the sake of obedience, We will compromise ourselves and our conscience, right? Because God gave me this whatever job, God gave me this opportunity, God gave me whatever. We will compromise ourselves trusting that God will be on our side still through compromise. We disobey what's put on our conviction and conscience with the misguided belief that our obedience to an earthly authority will be understood, respected, and accepted by God. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, Jan just said this. Our cruise was canceled due to the CDC. We don't listen, but others do, and their decisions greatly affect all of us. Amen. See what happens when you comply and you're, you're just a sheep. You're kind of a lemming mm-hmm. doing what, what they all do. Your decision affects everybody, and you're the one complaining about what's happening, but you're, you're doing it, yeah. right? I think what's, what's, what's unique is this is, the, this is the biggest problem with preaching the 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 free grace doctrine that god is just free grace man he's just he's there no matter what even through your disobedience god's going to be there for you it's like yeah but there's going to be consequence to your disobedience son it removes responsibility again it, it goes sure right does. back to that i think the more we preach that titus 2 message 
the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching men to deny ungodliness. Listen to that. Deny ungodliness, something that is not godly but pretends to be God. Ooh. Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, this present world, right? There's something to grace that empowers you to overcome the world, overcome sin, right? When you have that grace, you're not going to give in to these temptations of, oh my gosh, but if I don't, I will lose. Who gave you the, the breath to work and the strength to work? Your Lord. Who's going to provide for you when you listen to him? The Lord. Because you listen to him. He's your God. You submit to him. When you submit to government, God, God called government, when you listen to that idol, the false idol, it'll promise you things, but just like Satan, it won't deliver. And it'll be worse than what you were promised. And it'll take you far, dude. You know what I mean? It's always a fraction of what you expect it to be. It's never as beautiful and good as you think it's going to be. It's just like sinful pleasures, the vices. They promise this high level of satisfaction contentment but it's it's so fleeting and it's never yeah. as much as it promises itself yeah yeah to be. stay home we'll give you money here's your 600 bucks you know yeah. a, a shot your little crumbs dude that's so satan just give into the temptation give into your lust and pornography you'll be totally satisfied when you're done who's the wreck you satan you you're the wreck you're the one who gave in to the, to, to the sinful desire, whether it's lust, whether it's greed, whether it's pride. You're the one left lurching. And government does it every single time. They promise you something. And the Bible says they promise you liberty, but they deliver slavery. They, they pull you in. It's exactly what government does. They promise you things. They're the ones who started this whole mess. They started all this. The more they push fear, the more they can control people. That's why, again, you have to hear the scriptures of fear not. fear. Don't fear the world. Fear him who can not only kill the body, but cast your soul and body. Into. Come on. Right. Those are scriptures that are real, guys. Those scriptures need to be talked about. Don't fear man. What can man do? What does it, it say in Psalms? Who is man that thou art mindful of him? Can't fear man. The fear of man, the Bible says, bringeth a snare. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of Holy One is the understanding of God, right? The fear of the Lord is clean. It's clean. It's pure. It's real. I can breathe. I'm hidden under the shadow of the Almighty because it's for His namesake, right? I am protected. No weapon formed against me shall... Those are not bumper sticker scriptures. And what happens is we we turn those into bumper, bumper sticker scriptures. Man, say that times times fast. We turn those into that, and we remove the significance of it. We, we reduce the value of the statement because we say it so often to ourselves and just kind of as a mantra, right? We're, we're praying many words type deal. Think about that. When we're told it's better to lose your hand than to be cast into hell. For, for sin? For sin. If your right hand offends, you cut it off. Like Allegory. We, it's an allegory, but we do not take the significance of it. Mm -hmm. We go, oh yeah, I should probably watch out for that sin. No, your soul is worth more. I'm right. sorry, you're worth more than your eye, and, than your hand. And you may have to take a drastic measure to avoid that sin. That's why the sins of sexuality are, the, that's the only sin that we're told to flee. And we do not take it significantly. 
What we end up doing is we say, oh, I can avoid this. I'll walk past your house, but you know, I won't go in. I'll, I'll, I'll go to this website, but I, I won't go one side over. How easy it is for us to decide that the words are not significant yep. enough. How easy it is for us to look at everything and say, I'll be okay. It'll be all right. I can... Perfect example. Do you know that Pfizer fled, pled guilty and paid $2.3 billion for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results in 2009? What changed? What's changed? Why do we all of a sudden trust them? $2.3 billion for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. What changed? Especially when they're looking at a world that they could have their drug mandated to every single person on the face of the earth. You're telling me they won't try to change some things in order to be able to get that drug approved so that they can sell it to every single human being? Why is it that all of a sudden we're trying to push this drug onto kids, which it is scientifically proven that kids are at a very low risk of contracting this disease in, an, in a severe way? Why is it that all of a sudden we're talking about vaccines for infants? Why is it that we are shoving this on pregnant women? My wife had it. She's sitting with the nurse's assistant or nurse or whatever, and woman goes, well, have you had your vaccines? My wife goes, no. I'm not getting vaccinated while I'm pregnant. It's not good. Well, you really should have them. Against medical advice, to refrain from getting vaccines while you're pregnant. Why? Because we've decided that we are going to submit ourselves to a, an ethereal authority. Well, they know I don't. Because we don't trust the significance of our consequences. The significance of our choices. God, I'm hot on this, man. Today. No, no, this is good. I'm hot on this. Again, but this is what, oh, there's so much, man. We were talking, guys, you're going to be in for a treat in here in a couple of weeks. We just had a guy named Trevor Loudon come onto the show, and they just did this uh, documentary called Enemies Within the Church, and it was so tastefully done. So tastefully done. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like ministries uh, or groups that bash, you know, things or the church or liberals when they bash liberals. I don't like that stuff. I don't think we need to do that. But this was showing you how socialism communism practices have crept into the church from as early as uh, the late 1800s and, and just how systematically they were destroying the American church. And Trevor was one of the contributors, basically a main contributor of it. He's from New Zealand. And we were talking about manhood and personal responsibility. We were talking about this is what happens when men don't take a stand. Guys, it's right. Men, protect your wives, protect your children. It's you who raises them up in the nurture net. And listen, I'm going to be blunt here, I think, because I fall into this trap, too, and, and I've had to cut back on things. If my work and my ministry has to take me away from my family, it's probably not the Lord. It's actually not the Lord. So you got to scale back a little bit. you got to step back and start training your, 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 your sons and your daughters. Who, there's, a feminine, there's a femininity that the nurturing and all that other stuff, right? And there's a lot of strong women. My, my wife's one of them. Uh, Pastor Jan's one of them. There's several women on here. Gloria Tucker's one of them. Very strong women, but they're very feminine as well. They have their feminine traits. But then there's this manly masculinity that needs to be taught. And don't get caught in the trap of uh, masculinity is bad. It's not. 
men, you need to teach your sons how to be men, how to stand, how to provide, how to take care, how to lead a family well, how to make sure that you're above reproach in everything that you do with your finances, with your time, resources, all this other stuff. You need to stay on top. And, and why we're preaching this right now is because, guys, we have, we have a shot. We have a shot. We do. We can win this thing. We can. It's right. We need to stand now. We'll lose it all. But guess what? We will continue to stand. I, I'm going to say this. Even if we lose it all, I'm going to stand anyway. It's not mine to shrink back. Have, after having done all to stand, stand. It doesn't matter. The results aren't mine. They're God's. Listen, this, is, this should set you free. Your standing is not to produce results. It's to obey God. Let him produce the results. You just stand. You just be that man of wo or woman of God in your household, in your community, at your workplace. You be the man or woman of God he's called you to be. You take a stand and watch him do what he does. Let him do it. He's just looking for people to do that. I believe in a time where righteous man can stand in peace and blessing. It's something that was proven in Scripture. There are times of blessing and peace and abundance. I believe that that time can return to America where men will stand righteously, strong, courageous, and they will honor God by being upright. It's time for men and women to stand up and fully realize the righteousness that God has placed on them. Who can stand against God? But when we decide that we are going to yep. submit under wickedness, we give it away. We allow the land to be overrun by the wicked. It's time to return to the Lord. It's time to return to righteousness. It's time for us to get the stuff out of our lives that is keeping us from fulfilling our calling in the Lord. When we do that, when we stand firm with the Lord, when we stand in righteousness, and I'm preaching to myself on this as well as everybody else. When we stand in righteousness, we are obedient and submitted to God to where he can use us to further his kingdom. Bingo. He will get his will done, but you can be a participant in that. Yeah, this is the reason we, we okay, so some of you, and we have a lot of people on here who are sponsors and supporters of us and right. who have given or who have donated their time to us. This is why we're calling on you. If you can't do what we can do, help us do it. Go to the, the, the links up at the top. I just pinned it. Be a sponsor. Guys, there is a, can you go to that video, bud, to the conference? You see it? It's right there. Um, so, so this conference is coming up, and we're going to do some more promos on this. And if you haven't seen it, here, here it is. You want to sign up for this conference here in Stewart, Florida. Seats are filling up fast, guys. We got Representative Anthony Sabatini coming out. But Pastor Todd and myself, Pastor Todd is the, the, the senior pastor at Revive Church. Uh, I'm the associate there. Mike and I run self-evident and and there's 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 a there, there's a synergy happening between what the church is supposed to do and what it's going to look like in the next right. five years and dude we're at the we're at the helm we're, we're at the forefront of it i believe there's a couple other churches that are doing it and we're we're standing in the gap for those that need it so watch this video real quick on the coronavirus that everyone is vaccinated these are the executive orders which don't need congressional approval vaccination requirement so in america there's always a crisis going on you see it all over the media where people are talking about crises and what's going on in america but it's always been the christian that takes a stand and on january 14th and 15th of 2022 we are having a truth to power conference where revive church and self-evident are partnering together to say we can do this church so i'm calling out to the pastors and the church leaders listen 
We have always had this mentality that there has to be this separation of church and state, and we've let it lead to a place where the church no longer has influence mm -hmm. in government. I'm telling you that's wrong. I'm telling you that's ungodly. It's time for you to understand what the role of the church in government is so that we can have an influence and stop the moral decline of our country. It's time for the Christian to rise up, and sometimes you've wondered, what do I do? How do I do it? It seems so secret. We're going to have people there who are going to teach you how to do it. And we're also going to have a special guest. Representative Anthony Sabatini is going to be speaking. He's going to show you why you should get involved as well. So if you guys want to register, it's a free event. You're going to have lunch there provided as well for a small cost. But you can go on to theselfevidenttruth.com. Register now. We, the seats are filling up fast. And guys, we want you there. Again, January 14th and 15th, 2022. Revive Church, Self Evident. We're coming together to say we can do this. Go and register now. That's your call to action. You want to get started. You're feeling, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know how to help this situation. What can I do? At least register and go. It's time for you to do something, to make that step, to take a Friday night and a Saturday during the day and decide, I'm going to sacrifice this because I believe in an ideal. Get signed up. It's free. All of this information is being given to you free. All you have to do is register. Now you may say, well, I'll just show up, register. So that way we know how many people are going to be there. We can prepare. We need these numbers. So go and register now. It will not be live streamed. So if you're in the area, do it. Anthony Sabatini will crush it. Pastor Todd will absolutely crush it. Massey will crush it. Our guest speakers will crush it. And hey, I'll be there too. But now you may have noticed we got a little bit hot on everything. And, and there's a whole reason for that because we are so passionate about this because we truly believe that there can be change in this country. And we're out front. Whether anybody comes with us or not, we're going to continue to push out front, but we want you guys with us side by side. I just, I picture a line of people side by side advancing forward, and we need you to help advance this, to get back, claw back what the Lord gave to us. We need to be responsible for that. And so I encourage you guys, really start praying about what am I called to do? We've had people who have come up to us and say, man, I don't know. I just feel ready to run. I feel ready to do something. I, I need to do something. Good. More power to you. I'm praying for you. Let's encourage other people to do it. Because there are other people who feel just like you. And if anything, we feel just like you. It's like, man, what do I do? I got to do something. So we will be back next week. We've got special guest Melissa Martz, who is running. We're going to have an amazing interview with her. Guys, we just want to say thank you so much for your support, for tuning in every week, for showing us the, the love, the care, the prayers, the comments. I love when people pull me aside and say, hey, I saw the podcast. It, it, it just, you want to know why it warms my heart? Because it lets me know, hey, I'm doing something that's helping somebody else out. I love being able to help someone out in the realm of information and wisdom and advice and knowledge. That's really my drive. That's, that's my deep. And so when you tell us that stuff, it gets us in a really great way. And we're just so thankful for that love and support that you give. So until next week, for Massey, for Richard, for me, guys, we love you. 
We cherish you, and we cannot wait to see you at 9 a.m. next Saturday. Love you guys.